Hi everyone, it's Faith Pickney here. Today's episode covers topics around body image, which I know can be a distressing topic for some. So if you need resources or support, go to nationaleatingdisorders.org or for 24-7 crisis support, text NEDA to 741-741. Please look after yourself. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Everything Grows. Today's episode is about body image and just some struggles I've had growing into my body. So we're covering food, media then, media now, diet culture, and current fitness trends and how that's sort of like contributing to the current body image crisis that's happening in the world right now. But before we start, I just want to take a moment to remind you that your body does not define you, nor should anyone make you feel inferior for simply having a different body type. You are beautifully and wonderfully made, even if you may be struggling to see that right now. I just want to let you know that because we all need that reminder every now and then. But now that I've said that, let's get into it. I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. We did not eat healthy, ever. And if we ate healthy, it was because I was forced to eat vegetables at school. And this is why I'm scarred. (laughs) This is why I'm scarred, guys. Like, I can't even eat peas without wanting to just run away. Like, I can't do it. Don't ever force me to eat canned vegetables again. I will literally have a panic attack if I ever have to be forced to eat vegetables again. It's just not my thing. And if I eat vegetables today, guys, just know that it was my choice and I made it taste good. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the digital age. The early 2000s was really where the internet was changing where technology was evolving. Traditional media wasn't becoming the main source of media. I remember being a kid and having my main source of entertainment be the television. The best thing we could do to pass the time was watch TV or play outside. And when I wasn't playing outside, I would be watching Disney Channel or or Nickelodeon or PBS Kids. I don't remember having to worry too much about my body while watching these channels. I did notice though that other movies, you have more skinny white girls getting these roles. It was like a black girl. It was like a certain black girl who was like a certain size. I think back then, everybody wanted to be shaped like Paris Hilton. That was like the ideal body type in the early 2000s. And it's not even just the 2000s. Like look back to the 90s. If you watch Friends, you had people wanting to diet like Jennifer Aniston did back then. People wanted to be her size. Look how influential just acting on a show was. No social media. And people eventually found out what she ate for lunch every day. They started doing that same diet. It just lets you know that for some celebrities, they can become such a pop culture icon that it's no longer about their talent. It's just about their appearance and how everyone else can look like that. Back to my childhood, I didn't struggle with weight but I knew I wasn't a size two. I wasn't made aware of my weight from my doctor ever. It was always like kids at school or like adults. I think that's really sad that that adults can make kids aware that they're too big. Like, first of all, that's such a subjective thing to say to a child. You're too big. Like, tell your mom that you need to stop eating all that. Like, you can't tell a child that. (laughs) Why are you telling a child that? What do you want them to do? 
that's just causing them emotional distress and trauma that they have to unpack later on in life. Making children aware that their body isn't your ideal body type, it does so much damage. And how dare you think that's okay to talk about a child's body. They're just a kid. They want to play outside. They want to eat candy. They want to enjoy life. They shouldn't have to worry about their appearance at such a young age. It's just so unnecessary. Being that I was young and observing the treatment that smaller girls got compared to bigger girls, I felt that I had this responsibility to keep my body weight down. Not for my health, but for validation. I think it was like that even as I became a teenager and just trying to live up to a certain beauty standard that <laughs> clearly I'm never going to live up to. I am me and this world will only favor certain looks. I thought I would be prettier if I dropped 10 pounds. I know this conversation can be a little challenging for some. This is just a trigger warning. When I reached high school, I did whatever I could to look a certain size. I wasn't like small, but I was smaller than I was like two years prior. You can eat vegetables all you want, <laughs> but if you are not getting the right nutrients from other foods, you're just beating a dead horse at that point. And I didn't understand how to be a vegetarian. I just knew I wanted to lose weight. So I was going to stop eating meat at the time without understanding how a vegetarian is supposed to eat. <laughs> Vegetarians don't just eat carrots all day and call that a meal. That's what I thought back then. And, and oh my gosh, you guys, like I went through some health issues because of that. I mean, I'm talking iron deficiency, vitamin D deficiency, thyroid. <laughs> I went through a lot of hormonal changes due to the fact that I wasn't happy with my body. This is not to criticize anyone who's going through that and is still struggling to eat normally. It's just the fact that society can beat down young girls so much to the point that they do whatever it is to change their bodies and hurt their health. I was heavily influenced by social media, but I've always been influenced by TV shows and movies. I'm in my 20s now. I'm in this era of life where I'm relearning everything that is to know about bodies, right? I didn't always treat my body well growing up, and this is where I'm trying to make up for it by focusing on my health more than my appearance. And when I say my health, I'm more so talking about my mental health, but that just means eating the right things that can kind of help me feel better <laughs> physically, mentally, spiritually. Of course, that wasn't really a focus I had as a teenager, but I did want to point out the fact that our bodies change so much as we go through our 20s. And society likes to think that women's bodies stop growing at 18 years old, when really that's just the beginning. Look at Halle Bailey. People were ridiculing her because they thought she had a boob job. What gives you the right to talk about someone else's body? Is your mental health okay? If your mental health isn't okay and you're talking trash about somebody else's appearance, what does that say about you? Clearly you need to work on yourself. Clearly you do. And I think that's why when it comes to celebrities' body changes, you never know what they're going through. But at the end of the day, people, people can simply just be growing into their bodies. And it's really important that we're not projecting our own insecurities on other people. Right now, I'm unlearning lots of harsh beliefs about my body, and I'm just accepting it as it is. Of course, would I like to give back 
to the gym, of course. But let's talk about this new rise of the BBL, right? The BBL is the Brazilian butt lift. I'm not going to go into detail on exactly what the procedure is. Just know that it's um, considered one of the riskiest cosmetic procedures with a mortality rate of one in 3,000 patients, according to the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. I've seen videos and stories of people getting this procedure done and being in excruciating pain. And I feel that people can do whatever they want with their body. It's your body. You can do whatever you want with it. But it just, it, it bothers me when I see people in pain. And it bothers me even more when I hear of deaths. And you have people flying to Miami. You have people flying to the Dominican Republic, Mexico to get these procedures done. And some of them never come home. They never come home because they ended up getting an infection on the operating table. I think Kay Michelle was one of the people that really talked about this because she went through it. She went through some very, very harsh revelations from these procedures. And I'm actually really, really happy that she made a documentary just sharing how dangerous this procedure is and how this can affect the future of the health industry. You ever wonder to yourself, what is going to happen to these people that have continued getting these BBL um, procedures? I'm not talking about like other plastic surgery. I'm talking about this procedure in particular, since it is such a dangerous procedure. What's going to happen? Are we going to be seeing a rise in certain diseases as a result of this procedure? Remember back then when everybody was like really into smoking cigarettes and then all of a sudden everyone developed cancer and then, you know, what happens after that? What is going to happen in the next 40 years for those who've gotten these BBL procedures? I don't know. I really don't know. But I just see this development of this unrealistic beauty standard. I will say though, the BBL epidemic seems to be reaching a close, but then again, it's still there. I also think with the Kardashians, they've promoted unrealistic beauty standards themselves. I'm sure they have insecurities. I'm not downing them for it. We all have insecurities. But I would just say if you're, when you're in a place of influence, it's really important that you're honest about yourself, right? At one point, Kim Kardashian was promoting appetite suppressant lollipops. Looking back, that is so damaging to someone as young as like 14 who's trying to figure out how to lose weight quickly. Why do these things exist? Have we gone too far as a society to where we are ignoring the cries for help from those dealing with body image issues, especially on social media? Have we gone too far? Have we gone too far in praising people that are damaging their bodies simply by developing eating disorders. What are we doing as a community to stop promoting these harsh practices? How are we encouraging young women to love themselves? Well, I think we've seen changes. I've seen a positive change in the beauty standard conversation. Let's get into fitness influencers and also diet culture. We have become a health conscious society, I'd say. So far, I've seen a lot of Instagram accounts promoting healthy lifestyles, which is amazing. I think everyone's just becoming more conscious and everyone's just trying to do the work for themselves to just feel better, be better and um, healthier overall, which I think is great. I do think though that when I look on social media, I wonder like, hmm, 
Is it becoming too obsessed? I'm talking like diet culture. I love eating healthy. I'll eat healthy, but I will also have a burger and some fries whenever I like, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. There was like this day in my life videos and a lot of those videos, like, oh my gosh, you had people that were barely eating much every day. And it just felt like they were promoting that sort of habit for other people. Not everyone has the same body and not everyone has the same type of appetite. And I think when I see those videos, I'm reminded that there's so much work to be done in the social media community, especially diet culture in itself should center around how we can eat whatever we like and not feel bad about it. Why are we becoming guilty of what we eat? Why Why are we feeling bad because our weight loss journey or, or weight gain journey isn't like that of someone else? It's a personal choice to lose weight. It's a personal choice to gain weight. And it's a personal choice to not lose any weight at all. It's no one's business. I look at influencers like Alyssa Ashley and I love her because she's owning the fact that she loves fitness. She loves being in shape. And I think there's a lot of people that just have a problem with her wanting to try something different. She said herself that working out has been a very positive thing for her and it's really changed her life. But you have some people who were calling her fat phobic because she was promoting fitness and they were thinking that maybe something more internal was going on. Some people are going to be on their self-love journey, but just in a different way. Some people, their self-love journey is them not going to the gym and just doing yoga. It's not them going to the gym every single day, but for Alyssa Ashley, it is. And that shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be. She's minding her business. You don't have to worry about her promoting something that's going to be unhealthy. I've seen positive change in the fitness influencer community. It's not as exclusive anymore. I feel like there's more people posting content and it's just becoming a really great positive community of people just wanting to share their tips for working out. Now we're at a point where Pilates is becoming a big thing. I do love Pilates. I think that Pilates may actually be my favorite form of working out. And that's only because I'm like a very low maintenance person. I love low impact workouts, although I'll do cardio and lifting. But it's just that Pilates really kind of helps me center myself. I don't have back pain as much. People are looking at Lori Harvey and seeing her body type and wondering how they can get that body type. And there's nothing wrong with just wanting to get inspiration from people, but just know that what works for celebrities isn't going to work for everybody else. Sometimes you're just going to have to accept the fact that you do not have the same body type as celebrities. Once you figure that out, you'll be able to be free. I'm serious. That was me. I had to learn that I am not going to look like these people. And once I stopped putting these people on a pedestal, that's when I really started seeing change in my self-love journey. My self-love journey shouldn't be me comparing my growth to somebody else's growth. It just takes away the joy, the joy that I should feel for becoming more satisfied in my body and it's changes. I don't want to become so obsessed with my body that I don't see the progress that I'm making with my mental health, with my life, my social life in general. There's just so many other aspects that affect that part of your self-love journey. I hope we're going in the right direction. We are all unique in our own way. God created us beautifully and wonderfully. Realizing your worth comes with realizing your hurt and I would just always want you to know that you are perfectly fine the way you are and you can be on your fitness journey and still 
not lose weight and still be beautiful or be on your weight gain journey and not gain weight and still be beautiful. We're not meant to be the same. And we should be okay with that. We should be okay with not being everything that society deems beautiful because it is not our loss if society cannot see that. We've talked about a lot in this episode. I really wanna leave y'all with this. I worked out consistently for six months and I felt horrible that I stopped. Why did I feel so horrible that I stopped? I couldn't see the validation that's already within me. You've had validation in you since the day you were born. Since the day you were formed in the womb, you have validation. The fact that we can still seek that without really noticing it's there in ourselves, that is something that we have to work on every single day. I pray that God helps me see that, that I am already all that I need to be. He formed me this way for a reason. He molded my face, my arms, my legs this way for a reason that I am not meant to fit the mold of somebody else. But here's what I learned. Anything that you do in life, do it with the right intent. When I say that, I mean, if you are doing anything to gain validation, to gain praise, to feel this empty part of your soul, you will not get to where you want to get in life. I feel so much more fulfilled when I'm working on my interior, when I'm working within, working on loving myself, working on my mental health. Do everything with the right intent, not for the sake of others, but for the sake of your heart, your mind, and most importantly, your joy. Thank you guys so, so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you were able to learn something and that you're able to take something positive away with you through your day, through your night, whatever time it is you're listening to this. You can follow Everything Grows on Instagram at Everything Grows Podcast. I still post inspirational content. I'll be posting some video content on there as well, so you can check that out. I'm really excited for where this podcast is headed, and I'm excited that you were here along with me for the journey. Remember that everything grows in its own time. You are growing into the person you are meant to be. Your journey is not going to look like everybody else's. I'll leave you with that. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next Thursday.